0: The cat you're listening to A Single Mom's Guide to a Badass Life. I'm your host, Kathy, a ganja mom to a sassy mini-me, a dental assistant by trade, and now turned hungry serial digital entrepreneur. I went from depressed, anxious, and having no direction in life to having confidence in myself and my ability to create time, location, and financial freedom. I'm ready to share my journey and resources with anybody who has the slightest desire to pursue their calling but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. Each week, I'll be sharing a thought or bringing in a guest speaker to give you not only motivation, but actual tips you'll need to make it happen. So let's dive in. Welcome back everybody to another Tuesday episode of A Single Mom's Guide to a Badass Life. Today's episode is on five easy steps for developing a good work ethic and how you can own that raise. Now, this episode is specifically dedicated to certified dental assistants um, as this field is is something that is extremely dear to my heart. It has always been a backup slash fallback plan when life has failed me. Um, It has served me really well over the last 10 years, and it's time for me to give back some of the knowledge that I have gained to create the next wave of badass assistance. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. I'm gonna be giving uh, tips specifically on how to get a raise as a dental assistant, but guys, these work ethic can be translated to any field, all right? So why you should listen to my advice. <laughs> I graduated as a certified dental assistant at Vancouver Island University. Um, I did not go to work in the field right away. I started in 2000, January of 2011 and as a brand new CDA I was making about $18.75. Uh, within three months I got a a promotion from the office I was working at and moved over to their brand new office um, as their head CDA there left and so they promoted me to head CDA at the brand new office um, as it was building. After about a year and a half of uh, dental assisting i decided that it was not my path and uh, i went into mechanical engineering and this was such an exciting time for me guys because um this was just around the the time that i had broken up with my high school sweetheart so we had dated for eight years on and off and this was the point where I had finally decided to end things with him and no longer linger and oh my gosh it was um, one of the best frickin years of my life <laughs> 2013 was one of the best years of my life and um, as I was as I was upgrading my high school courses to uh, get accepted into mechanical engineering I was temping As a dental assistant. And as I mentioned, you guys, so I was making about 1975 when I decided to uh, leave dental assisting to pursue mechanical engineering. And when I attempt, I decided to give myself a raise. Um, I kind of have like the go big or go home mentality, and I guess like my my confidence was really high at the time, um, just due to the, some of the things that were happening in my life, so I gave myself a 25% raise, and I got it, uh, temping for an office at downtown Vancouver there, and so I was ecstatic, you know, as a 24-year-old, brand new, basically, CDA, making that money. And I quickly realized um, after that, uh, you know, some of these CDs that have been in the field for over 10 plus years makes uh, what I had asked for. So, <clears throat> you know, it was a it was a fan freaking tastic year for me filled with adrenaline and memories. And then, of course, um, you know, we all know that life is not always there's not always highs in life. Um, you know, you do experience the lows as well. And uh, shortly after my extremely high moment um, in my life, I experienced probably one of the lowest moments in my life as well, you know. In hindsight, life happened for me. And when it happened for me, I was in a very, very low-vibing state for a long time. Time, and so um, I understand now. You know how mindset has a huge part to play in uh, you creating the reality that you want. Because I was in such a low uh, vibing state at that time, I stayed at that wage at the twenty five percent increase wage that I had asked for, for a long time after, um, after leaving mechanical engineering to pursue the relationship and having the relationship failed. And now being a single mom, there was just no way I was going to go back to school. So I went back to assisting and I remained at that wage for a really, really long time. And it wasn't until I got back into personal development through, my business ventures was I able to shift my mindset and I I say this with such great importance because I've seen the results of slipping and not working on myself versus continuing to develop myself because it's only when you get better mentally does your reality get better So I went through a bunch more personal development, and my vision, my vision for my future just continued to grow. And I just knew that dental assisting was not for me. I've I've always known of that, but I, I was stuck in this low vibe state that I just could not get out of. And I finally was able to break free. And since I realized that, you know, like I'm not going back to dental assisting, like I want to make the most amount of money working the least amount of time so that I could spend that extra time and extra money to reinvest back into my business and myself and my mindset. And, um, you know, so I, I tested it. I asked for a 30% raise and I, I got it. And you know, guys, I was expecting a lot of resistance (laughs) to be honest. And I hardly got any. So it just really goes to show that, um, you you know, when you're confident in what you're asking for, you get it, you get everything you want. And but it's like, you have to put in the work to get yourself to a state of believing that you deserve that. And, um, you know, a lot of people would say, well, you know, you got a 30% raise. And you're making 30% more than the average wage because, like, you have to commute two hours. And that was true. That was true for me for a while. And then <clears throat> I got offered a um, position half the distance from where I was commuting to uh, before at the same wage. So I tested it and got the same wage closer to home and then there was another position that opened up locally here and you know just because i'm a little shithead and i like to test things um yeah i tested the the waters as well and i got the job at the equivalent pay to what i would be making commuting an hour and two hours out of town to go to work. So, guys, it's it's possible, it's possible. I'm one of the very few top-paid certified dental assistants here on Vancouver Island. <laughs> I nearly failed dental assisting um, school twice in clinical, and I almost got kicked out of school. I was pretty much stoned the entire program pretty sure I was high the entire program, and even after graduating, did not go into the field for a year and a half after that, I've taken no additional modules since, everything has been on-site job training for me, so why am I telling you this, because you should be making more if you're a committed CDA, man, and like I tell, um, well, this conversation I tell uh, myself in my own head, I chuckle because... Oftentimes, you know, when uh, employers hire me to work at the wage I'm asking for, you know, some of them happily pay me, uh, some of them, it comes as a shock and I just, I just chuckle in my head because I'm like, man, guys, you think this is expensive hiring me just for casual work? That's my like casual rate. You know, my commitment rate is a whole different story. (laughs) You know, if time and energy was going to be invested in something, I needed to know what the potential rate of return is for my energy exchange. Guys, yeah, what I'm saying is that you should be making more. If this is the field that you're committed to, you need to learn how to get better and give your employers what they want so that you can get what you want. And that's obviously a raise because let's all face it, at the end of the day, we all know that um, money gives you options. And why would you want to work more when you could make more and work less? So it's all about efficiency, guys, and how you prioritize. Simple as that. So, you know, um, when you step up, amazing things happen. But Dental assisting is just not my passion. I've been mentally out of dental assisting since 2013, since I've left for mechanical engineering. And the only reason why I've come back is because of the circumstances and the situations that I have put myself into. So I had to go, um, you know, I just had to go backwards and uh, grind it out a little bit longer to, to deal with some of the mistakes that I have made in my life. So, you know, when you step up, amazing things happen. But dental assisting is not my passion. I've been mentally out. My passion now is helping others break through their limiting beliefs to achieve that next level in life because i know it's possible i've seen the positive impact on my life and i'm truly at a stage right now where i know life is abundant you know i'm not in competition with you and you're not in competition with any of your coworkers you know, there's, there's a way, there is a way for each and every single one of us to win. So we need to get out of that competition mentality and get into the mentality of building people up. Because when you build people up, It's like this this energy almost that, you know, like you put into people and like imagine an environment where, where everybody is just vibing on such a high frequency because everybody is building each other up. Everybody is positive and gosh, like imagine if everybody was getting paid what they wanted and deserved. Imagine how happy of a workplace that would be and how happy, um, your personal life would be translated into because of that, you know, so the key is we need to build, we need to build each other up guys. And, um, I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a dental salute. Um, well, little, no, I am, I am a dental salute. I've definitely been around the block and back. And around again and back. (laughs) And so, um, you know, I've worked in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of dental offices. And one common theme that I've noticed, and maybe it's because it's a female-dominant industry, but there's a lot of bitching, complaining, and whining, and entitlement happening in the office, you know, and I just want to let you know that you don't need to to do that. You just need to show the results and the challenges, the adversities, the problems will fix itself. So, you know, when you can show the results and own your results, you can then in turn walk into your review and own that raise that you're going to ask for. And so I'm going to be 100% honest. The tips I'm about to give you um, was my work ethic in the employee world before I decided to go all in on myself and start my own business. So there's no turning back for me. <laughs> I'm just, um, just with the increase amount of tasks that I've had to do, and just everything that I've gone through over the last five years, uh, going through the legal system, a couple separations, like, oh my gosh, it was just, I'm tired and exhausted, guys, and if I'm telling the truth, I'm maybe, um, if I go back into an office right now, and for the last, um, I would say, two years, I have definitely uh, been running on about sixty to seventy percent capacity of what I used to. I've chilled out. I've definitely chilled out significantly. Um, I just don't really want to run around the office anymore, looking like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> I'm I'm saving my energy, guys, for my business because, like, when I go home after a shift, after a full shift, my day, um, my day has not ended. I continue to work on my business. So therefore, um, in order to manage my energy, I have made the conscious decision to, to not go all out. And apparently even at 60 to to 70% capacity, um, it's been enough to keep my employers happy and wanting to uh, continue to hire me back to get the job done. Um, Let's run through these really quick. So five steps that you can do right now to increase the chance of your raise. Practice punctuality. You know, make it a habit to come in about 10 to 15 minutes earlier. Check your schedule throughout the day. Make sure if there's anything that needs to be flagged down, anything special that needs to be put out. Um, And see if there's any unfinished tasks left from the previous day. You know, and to be honest, even... I do this without fail because um, I mostly temp, so generally when I come into work, it's a brand new office for me every time I walk in, so it's really important for me to get that extra time, and to be honest, even if I don't get paid for that extra 10 minutes, like, what's 10 minutes out of your day so that the entire 8 hours of this shift for you runs smoothly? So make it a habit to come in 10 to 15 minutes earlier to see if you can um, catch anything that you can do that might cause a hindrance to your day. Number two, develop professionalism. So act like a professional. You're in a work environment, not at the bar with your friends. One thing that I notice a lot is that people talk a lot (laughs) while they're working. And uh, You know, like, this is something that I absolutely support. Like, I don't believe in just, like, work, 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 work. But when you have, you know, 20 tasks that need to be done... You know, Talking about your weekend could definitely wait and um, might be a wise choice if getting a raise is what it is that you're looking for because if you're spending time um, talking about how your weekend is, you're taking time away from doing some of the tasks that need to be done um, in order to run your day smoothly or in order to just be efficient, you know? Give information to your knowledge and let people know when you don't know something. There's nothing more irritating than, than somebody who um, you know pretends like they know it all. So, like, ask questions if you don't know something. I think people would definitely appreciate that way more than you pretending to know that you know everything. And you know, I've I've never had an issue as a dental assistant with ten years experience. Um, I I have to be honest, guys. Like I said, I've been mentally out of the field now since I basically started. So I have very little dental knowledge because this is this is not a field that I've really like made an effort to excel in. <laughs> so like I know enough to get the job done, but you get into theory with me, and I'm like the tempomendible what joint what. No, that's that's a question for um for the dentist or the surgeon. <laughs> so, um you know, address address issues at hand and speak up when you're not okay with something, you know? A lot of times like especially with young CDAs, um they feel like they have no say, but you're totally allowed. It's a two-way conversation, you know? Like as much as they're doing you a favor because you're being paid. You are also doing them a favor because you're giving them your service and your service is valuable. Own it. Own it. If you do end up standing up for yourself and speaking up against like workplace, like the environment or whatever it is, and if if they're not responding in the way that you want them to, and if it's not something that you want, then it's time for you to decide whether that environment is right, is the right fit for you or not, not. Number three, Cultivate self-discipline. Stop waiting around for direction and just figure it out. We all know that in theory, like ideally, in an ideal world, you have somebody that's there right there for you to so that you can ask all the questions and hold your hands and walk you through everything step by step. However, reality is a little bit of a different story. Um, basically, uh, there's the deep end of the pool. We're going to push you in and see if you are going to sink or swim. And if you can swim, you're going to make it. And if you sink, well, then this just ain't cut for you. So you have to cultivate self-discipline. And, and, you know, further to that, you know, what you do outside of work affects you mentally at work. So your diet, what are you inputting into your body? If all you're eating is processed foods, fatty foods, that's just bogging down your system, think how that's going to affect your performance when you're at work. You know, if you're partying all the time, drinking alcohol all the time, not getting enough sleep all the, all the time, lack of exercise, how do you think that is going to translate um, your, your energy when, 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 comes to work so for me I truly believe that all money is is an exchange of energy and I believe that I get paid what I get paid because not only do I take care of myself mentally but I physically I physically take care of myself as well and that's how I'm able to have the energy that's required to help me run the day with confidence and to be honest um (laughs) It is. It's about bringing energy to the workplace. And um, I think many offices lack that. And for many years that I have worked as a dental assistant, I just didn't really feel like I was in place. And oh my gosh, I have so much more energy than I let out at work. Um, But you know, these last five years has definitely kicked my ass and I've had to chill out a bit. So now it's actually like it's it's the perfect um, balance for me. (laughs) And number four, use your time wisely. So time management will dictate how smoothly each appointment is run. So if your room is unstocked, you have empty drawers, things are missing, uh, it's a special appointment and, and, you know, like there should be special tools that have been put out but is nowhere to be found, well, that's going to hinder That's going to hinder um, the efficiency of the appointment. And guys, the more efficient you can help the dentist or the surgeon or whoever it is that you're working with, the more you can make their appointment more efficient, believe me, the easier it is you're going to be able to get a raise. So you have to create a system for yourself, guys. Like Every minute counts. Every minute counts. And I know as a CDA, we only get little tiny pockets of minutes here and there. So it is up to us to choose how to use that time. You can either uh, go over in the corner and use a couple minutes to talk about your weekends, Or you can use it to fill in the gaps. Uh, stock the rooms, do whatever it is that's required, so that those tasks don't build up at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, you're just wanting to go home. And then you go home, leaving unfinished tasks done. And then the next day, the next person comes into your station with unfinished stuff. And guys, you can see how this uh, this cycle continues, right? So it's important to use your time wisely. And lastly, you need to learn how to stay balanced. It's again, it's not all about work. It's also important that, um, you know, while you stay efficient in the actual practical uh, work position that you're in, it's also important to engage in building the rapport and creating those relationships with your patients. Because at the end of the day, no patients equals. No surgeries or no appointments, and no appointments means no work for the dentist or surgeon, and no work for the dentist or the surgeon means no assisting. <laughs> Further to us just getting the job done, we have to go above and beyond to bring value to the environment that we are currently in. So, you know, if you're in an environment, um, I'll take myself for an example. If you're in an environment where you have high uh, high percentage of highly anxious uh, patients. Take the time to build the rapport with them and build that relationship. And just, just, just a little advice. But telling an anxious person to not be anxious is like telling an alcoholic to not drink. You just Don't do that. You know, you really got to come down to their level and, and meet them where they're at. See what's going on, understand what's happening. And and truly, guys, when you just get that dialogue of uh, you don't need to be anxious, everything is going to be okay, get rid of that dialogue and start understanding your patients and why they feel anxious. I assure you that you are going to be able to build a much better relationship with your patient. And in turn, your patient might even just give you a wicked-ass like review to straight up to the surgeon or the dentist that you're working for. And then, so then when you go in for your review, look at what you have in your back pocket, guys. It's these little, little subtle things that's going to separate you from the rest of your um, of your coworkers and the rest of your team. And that's what's going to allow you to easily ask for a raise. You have to be able to step up and do something different. And you know, as uh, if, if you're if you're a, a peak performing CDA, stop tolerating a low-pay work environment. It's up to you to change that. You know, when you decide you make more money, That's when you make more money because you don't tolerate anything less than what you know you want and deserve. So if I was to stay as a dental assistant and commit to that career, five steps to building a better work ethic uh, is, is what I would do. Um, My heart is not in the field. Um, When I do go into work now, all I do is scrub in and scrub out. Um, I reserve my energy so that at the end of it, I can go home and work on my business. It's pretty awesome, guys. But if you've made the decision to um, be an employee because you don't like the responsibilities of being an entrepreneur, then go all out as an employee. Make the decision to be the top 10%. Make the decision to be the 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 person that gives the most energy to the office, and you know, follow the um the five steps that I have given given above here and truly, truly implement it. And then go ask for a raise and let me know how you did. And honestly, guys, if someone like me, can earn about 30% above average wage, somebody who almost got kicked out of school, who was high the entire program, um, you know, who has no additional education (laughs) within that field, if somebody like me can be making 30% above average wage, then what's stopping you, Believe in yourself because you're freaking amazing. And just know that there is no one out there that's you. So freaking go kill it, my homie. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got any value or actual takeaways, please help me spread my message into this epic universe by leaving me a review, tagging me on your Facebook or Instagram posts. It's huge motivation for me seeing someone take action to improve their current situation. I will continue to show up as my best authentic self to these episodes because helping others is so important to me. I truly believe the only way we grow is by helping others grow. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you on the next episode.